everybody. Welcome back to Minecraft Podcast. I'm your host, Golden, and today we have the man of mystery, the magnificent. He owns spreadsheets and various paper utilities. Rota. <laughs> I kind of ran out. I was going with the like- M. I was going with the M one, and then I just kind of ran out after the second one. Oh, and I, I mean, just- when you said paper utilities for a second, I got like a flashback to like Vice City, where you had to like buy a paper plant and then start <laughs> counterfeiting money with it. And I was like, hey, I could do that. <laughs> yeah, he he he, does, he has papers and he uses them for things. There. I hit. <laughs> I, I wrap my hands in big spreadsheets and pay, pieces of paper, and that's what I dizzy my opponents with i don't know I'm, I'm as lost as you are yeah i okay so you just stop and start yeah, just, talking just about stop. something else so you know it's been a week <laughs> or a couple weeks since you've been on the cast um i've uh, been kind of slowing down it's like the news is just dried up everywhere you know we're just kind of waiting for that first post on mmo from you know buble I, 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 his name is probably not Michael it's not Buble? even buble well well i mean like it to me it's buble Oh yeah, it's Bubba Bui or BB or yeah. So it's you know something something like that. Um, but the one thing is that like there's no news coming out right now, and so so we want to have you on here to kind of go over some like I guess you kind of said it perfectly in our pre-show, just just kind of dispel some myths or let's uh cleanse no cleanse is a paladin see now i what is it let's uh oh purify the brew yeah yeah let's purify some myths even though that's brewmaster (laughs) um let's whatever that purple that purple spell that i put on my bar when i heal i don't know what it's called i'm very (laughs) used to purifying brew right now because that's all i do on her garage is just kite (laughs) yeah i mean and that's the one thing i'm sure out there uh you know some of our listeners on garage uh you know, that are in 25 man guilds. Cause I know in 10 mm. specifically with the post actually today from, uh, from, uh, Ian has that there was, you know, that 10 man, you kill the ads, but on 25, you kite them because of mm-hmm. the number of players you have. And also some number of ads that spawn. Um, but you know, there's probably a lot of moonwalkers out there that have never like myself ever DPS across. So, you know, I did it once. Well, that's right. Your first kill, right? Yeah, yeah, first kill. I'm a hipster monk. (laughs) Yeah, you did it once, and you're like, oh, all these other monks are starting to do it, so I'm done. I'm out. Yeah, I'm done. (laughs) Um, so you know, just kind of go over a couple fights in that uh, tier, um, just to kind of go over, you know, maybe better ways to utilize damage because there are a few of them in there that there's certain ways that you can do more damage overall and actually assist your raid that a lot of people don't understand. And we'll get into those fights um, here here in a minute. Um, but the first thing, the first myth to dispel that I want to get into um, is strength weapons. And also associated with that AP scaling. Now, a lot of it comes down to when I see posts anywhere, regardless being Twitter, general forums, MOC, Chiburst, all those uh, forums, you know, when people ask questions is, you know, you know, should I get, you know, stick with agility weapons because, you know, strength weapons, you know, that doesn't do anything because, you know, we need that agility. Um, so I'll kind of let that you take agility. it from that, that agility with a D. So D-A-T agility. Um, but, you know, the one thing that I know we needed to spell is the idea that all our spells are AP based and I and some of them used to be AP based um, you know mainly and that's where we get you know from agility he has the biggest oomph for us from that mm-hmm. um, it is two to one currently 
I believe, correct? Or is it two agility gives us or two attack power from every one yes. agility? Yes. yes. So it's two. It's uh, well one to two, I guess then, and it's actually still one to one for strength. Like they haven't actually reduced that. Right. It's straight straight up, your whatever you get is your AP, and this also plays into the one trinket that a lot. I see monks, some monks using it. I see others not using it. I know I played around with it. Um, obviously, the what is it? The detonator is way better. Like I got that, even the heroic version, mm-hmm. non-upgraded, and it's like a huge boost in DPS. Like right. that thing is awesome. It just, it just works every like it works within the monk toolkit very well. Yes. And the also because we can reforge all that you know all the mastery to crit, yeah, which help, or haste you know whatever right. we're going for, so that helps good too. But um, going into that as well with with strength in general, that especially going into since you know Warlords is upon the horizon within the next months, TM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> months plural, plural tm months, yeah. soon dash tm you know all that kind of go, registered <laughs> you know the all the little squiggly line fine print you can't that you can't read like willy wonka style um no, i want my magic i want my golden ticket i'm ready <laughs> yeah 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 we, we need our, a golden ticket yeah, we, need our, we need our gold golden uh beta tickets uh, yeah yep. that's what we need um so uh, going into that you know, when people are thinking up now, you know, not even that, maybe heirlooms. I don't think there is a strength heirloom right now, though. I, uh, I think it's only two-handed swords. A one-hander? Swords. I don't think there's don't a think one-hander there are, sword. Yeah. Maybe. It, actually, there might be. It might be for tanks with parry on it. But, you know, say someone out there is maybe going to re-roll a monk for warlords or is on their monk now and is just, you know, looking for, you know, thinking about, okay, what, how am I going to gear up? I just joined a – I was in a 10-man you know, we're, we swapped, just swapped to 25, or I just joined a 10-man guild that is, you know, that is now 25. Um, and so I need to gear up, and not, no, we have not one heroic Warforged or, you know, heroic, um, you know, uh, axes or, you know, fi- uh, maces, maces or, or the fist yeah, weapons to drop. Swords. Like, we've never seen them. Like, they don't exist. And that happens. I right. mean, we've, you know, we've barely gotten any detonator trinkets at all. Where other guilds are like, they can't get rid of them. Like, you know, yeah. m- Mistweavers are getting them. Even, like, Ferals are getting them. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Mistweavers yeah. using the, the strength or the Agi yeah, trinket. I mean, rogues are even healing. getting them. That's how bad eh, it's gotten in some... Yeah. No, that's how bad it's gotten in some guilds. I mean, it's just our priests, too, are getting them for some what reason. What are rogues using? They're using AOC and... And Haram's, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, you know, that's what I mean. Like, some guilds are even giving the rogues because rogues are just like, I'll take it for whatever. Right. For, for but, but the question is, like, yeah, do, are, is if I got a one-handed strength mm-hmm. weapon, is it an upgrade? Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what it is. Is it is it a upgrade? And if it is or if it isn't, why? And then as well as doesn't all our stuff scale with AP? So why should I care about my weapon damage? <laughs> That's a very good question, and I'll give you the answer. Right after this. After, after, after <laughs> I tease it some more, but you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, the answer is yeah. Like, what you want to do is you want to, what's called this, there's this thing called normalized weapon DPS, and it is a, it's calculated based on if you have a two-hander or two running two one-handers. Um, and so if you have a two-hander, it's basically just your two-handed, like the DPS that's on the weapon. And uh, if it's one hand, if you if it's like if you have two one handers, it's what I think the equation is that it's the main hand weapon DPS plus the offhand weapon DPS divided by two. 
So the average of those two, and then you multiply the offhand weapon DPS by some like normalizing scalar. Just so basically, if you have two one-handed DPS weapons and a one and a two-hander that are like of the same item level, they'll do they, they, their normalized weapon DPS will be the same between the two. Just so you don't have to like worry about like oh go god offhand main hand crap. <laughs> yeah, but. That is actually like all of our spells save like one or two. I think all the, like the tier thirty talent choices, like chi wave, chi burst, etc. Like those are all AP based specifically, mm-hmm. but everything else scales from a weapon damage. So if you're if you're debating whether you want to, if you're debating whether to like take a strength trinket or to not trinket but a strength weapon or whatever, and if that's going to increase your DPS, like if it's a higher item level than what you have. Most nine times out of ten, yeah, that's gonna. I mean, you can calculate it yourself. Like, there's a there's an equation. There's a real simple equation if you want to calculate it. But you what you want to do is like have as much normalized weapon DPS as possible because that's like our most important stat. That's going to increase our DPS the most out of anything. Yeah, and then the one thing too from that as well is um, another item. Thinking about it is what about if it's a strength pull arm? Because we can use pull arms, but right. Like now, that's a little different, though, to me in a sense. I mean, obviously, it seems like it doesn't really matter. It's going to be the damage, anyways. Like if it's right. a pole arm, whatever. It's a pole arm, it a doesn't staff. matter. It's, if it's a, like if it's a, if you have a yeah. heroic warforged weapon and it drops, and you can get it that another class may not need. I mean, obviously, we don't want to be scumbags like rogues and take all this stuff. Exactly. We want to like pass it up to the strength users. But say if you get one and all your you know strength guys don't need it. You know that's going to be actually a DPS upgrade for someone that's maybe rocking normal normal Warforged or even right. just is it would it be even better over, over heroic double upgraded like if you have that just because of the pure weapon damage, um, or is yeah, that going to be like maybe yeah, a fractional so. upgrade or maybe a fractional? Like, I mean, it depends. It depends on how much attack power you end up with, but generally, like it has to be a pretty big gap between like your weapon, your upgrade weapon, and your regular weapon to actually like to matter that much. So generally, yeah, if you have a, if you're getting a higher item level weapon, generally stick to strength. I would say, like, don't grab like a something with int on it or whatever, because that's really not going to help you out. But um, yeah, if it, if it does more weapon DPS, then take it. Yeah, I mean, because the the one thing from that as well that I was thinking about about the you know the when you're talking about the the percentages is where does that 40% toggler come into effect is it only for our melee like it's only for our white melee attacks right it's not actually the way for, of the monk yeah the way of the monk buff yeah it's for your auto attacks yeah that's what I was thinking that cuz I was thinking that's like, just well, normalized yeah that's just normalizes cuz what happens with your two-hander is you have a higher top end yeah. and a higher bottom end and so that's where you're it's scaling normal, yeah. it's just scaling up that white weapon damage but when what, you have two but, but that's right cuz uh, cuz I was thinking I was thinking that Maybe it's just because of how large the, the the weapon DPS. I mean, obviously in Warlords, it'll be a lot yeah. less. So we'll be like down to 100 DPS or something like like that. It won't be these, you know, what is like a billion DPS weapons that we have now. Right. Um, well, they're going to be 100. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'll be that. Post-squish. <laughs> Post-squish 100. But, well, what's, um, what's kind of interesting, what I've kind of... I haven't been maxed this or whatever, and I kind of don't want to. But um, if you're using Zhuen as your tier 90 talent, it actually scares off your main hand weapon, your top end. So if you're using two handers, okay. if you're using two one handers, Juwen's not gonna hit as hard as if you had like a, a two hander. Oh, interesting. So I guess then that would be for fights that 
you have to meet a DPS check. It might actually be more beneficial to have a to like, like to yeah, to in. swap out exactly. Hmm, that's very interesting. Yeah, because the one thing too is you know waiting for that offhand heroic weapon is yeah. what a lot of people are waiting for. I mean, because you you know you can not heroic, but heroic warforged. I mean, by this point, hopefully people out there have gotten at least a heroic you know one heroic, heroic warforged through rolls or. You know, drops, but yeah. but sometimes it doesn't happen. That's what this you know this discussion's about. In case your strength weapons drop, so now I wouldn't I wouldn't use a strength weapon in your offhand because your offhand has that. It, like I said, it's multiplied by one half to calculate a normalized weapon mm-hmm. DPS. So it's half as effective. Like having a having a strength weapon in your offhand is half as effective as having it in your in your main hand. Okay. So you probably only want to upgrade your main hand with like an agi weapon or something like that. So okay, so then the so your strength. Yeah, because it always seems like that for almost every class out there. Like, Warriors, I think, are the same way, um, where your offhand really is just a stat stick. It's just, like, there to give you stats. So having a strength there, even if it's a a heroic warforge, would probably actually be a detriment because you're not gaining those extra stats. What you can do, well... Or is it really not going to matter? Because won't the math actually just make it so that you... Maybe maybe it's not going to be as large of an increase. Is that the main thing about it? If anything, I would sim it. Like okay. you get, get just get into some craft and do one with, with one with the other and you know see like if it's gonna get sharded just tell your raider like yeah I'll take it and I'll sim it and I'll figure it out but mm-hmm. if somebody else wants it I wouldn't take it over I wouldn't take it over like a fury warrior or something like that yeah I would <laughs> you would <laughs> I would scumbag, scumbag Govan well well I mean he's not gonna be should be taking one editors I mean the only ones yeah, would be true. death knights I mean that's the only ones and or tanks but you know whatever tanks. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. it's going to be very interesting. The one thing, though, I was thinking about as well is that actually, as a, I mean, going into a different class, as a brewmaster, it probably would be better to go for strengths first than agility because you're going to be getting a chunk of agility I mean, from your I mean, AP, from your uh, vengeance. So yeah. what's, a, what's like, a, like, like literally not even a thousand? What's like, no, it probably would be. It'd probably be about a thousand agility going to do to you versus how much you're already already getting now. I mean, it's not going right. to be a huge difference when you're getting six, you know, six hundred k agil a vengeance. I mean, AP or yeah. you know, three hundred fifty AP, three hundred fifty five or you know, fifty one AP is not going to be a big huge difference versus say your Windwalker buddy that is right. you know rocking normals. <laughs> you know now. You said, I mean, it's not just straight attack power. Like agility does provide a good amount of crit too. So like, say if you're a brewmaster or a windwalker, like you're getting crit along with that agility. So you're missed. So it's not just you're just not just getting AP. So you are foregoing a little bit of crit by going like if you have to like suck it up and get a strength man hand or something like that. But but I mean, um, like what I'm thinking of it is more of like at a start start of a tier when like people yeah. are fighting over weapons. Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody wants. I think a I've had a I think I've had a strength weapon for every tier this expansion mm-hmm. in one time or another. I mean, I think the only thing is is like breath of fire, which is one of the biggest damaging components for a brewmaster, is actually mm-hmm. a, all, it's all AP, AP based. It's yeah. all AP, and so because it's a spell, like a well, it's a know, spell. I think all yeah. the spell all all like spell damage stuff is is a uh, ap based mm-hmm. yeah i mean it's well i mean except for cake smash is a, a weapon one it's just similar to uh or what's it's it called cake smash is that nature or physical it's physical yeah so that's a is that a ap or is that weapon damage that's, that's weapon damage it's just it's, yeah. it's identical to all the monk the the windwalker spells where has that like weird Man, like, divided by 14 smash is a windwalker Huh? Oh yeah. I, had- <laughs> I mean, I mean that's the one thing. Like, I mean, like, 
I mean, I guess what it is, the dizzying haze is the main thing. Also, the weekend yeah. blows. But I mean, going into it for like a like a monk spell. I mean, brewmaster think, oh well, keg smash. But then, you know, maybe you could do like keg toss or something like that. I mean, I don't know. Like you know, it's just thinking something of how would it play into the you know windwalker area of expertise. Right. Um, you know, I think that would be something that would be cool to see is to have that ability kind of transcend all bounds of it. Even like a misweaver picking it up as like a. You know, maybe if they were if they decide to replace one of the tiers of the yeah. you know of the talents, maybe have it to where this turns into keg smash. Because then, you know, thinking about you know going yeah, into like going into the expansion, like you know, dizzing haze is so op because on on like ads, they have that three percent to basically try to kill themselves. Yeah, and that like is that. a huge. I mean, people don't realize like how the difference of that is until they have like you know see it like play into action. Like when you have right. a boss, that's a mean, significant damage upgrade. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, not a boss because it's going to be, but like ads, like if just anything that has ads, like garage, for instance, when you're throwing that down, I mean, that's three percent chance, even though it's really small, but it's still you could save someone life with that by even on even just even a single target boss fight. Like there's no other class. The like, dizzy haze is unique. Yeah, and no other class like really can like compete with it because mm-hmm. it's. Okay, three percent of the boss damage is basically reflected back at him. And yeah, and also the the breath doesn't matter of fire who's tanking. It. Yeah, like I mean, it'd be it'd be kind of cool if they make it like a breath of fire. Like you know, going into it then is like what kind of cool spells I could see monks kind of having. Like even just Windwalker monks. Like even if it's a, it's a talent or it's a cool glyph, make it to where like fire blossom mimics like uh, breath of fire. Meaning like you yeah. you throw it at an enemy. Maybe it has a longer cooldown, or you know, it costs chi, but it has a cooldown also. And then you you basically you know use it, and it does like an AOE. But then, it, but I mean, looking at all the spells, though, especially at the level one hundred talents, like we're gonna be, we have so much AOE, we're gonna be like the you know the new uh, like AOE class. Like, yeah, that's just what, gonna be. It's me like old old school warlocks with um seed a uh, seed spam seed of corruption. Yeah, I mean that's like when <laughs> when explosion that, spam. Yeah, exactly. I mean that's like when that came out. That's all warlocks were were just AOE machines, and that's what you yeah. brought them in for was AOE stuff. So, it's, I mean, obviously, it's, when the beta gets out, we'll see the numbers, and they'll probably fine tune, and even maybe the stuff that we you know heard about, you know, are you know going to be changed. And also, they've been talking, tweeting about all the time that they're going to reduce the what they call it, the button bloat. Right. And there is a lot of buttons with 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 monks. There's a lot of buttons that you know are there that maybe we don't necessarily use. So you never know. Maybe fire blossom, unfortunately, might be one of those ones that might no. get the axe. No. I love Fire Blossom. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, and 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 that, all, and that plays into the next next question or next topic um, is Paragons, and yep. I I can't believe that there's people out there, and I always whenever I watch a stream and someone's working on something like that, I always point out, or if it's a post and I feel like posting that day, <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll like, oh, hey, Paragons, we're on it. Can you any tips? Or um, you know, Black Fuse, That's what I'm thinking of. Like Seasecrafter, yeah. any tips? I was like, well don't like, like someone posted this actually on MMOC. I think uh, it was that they, they were wondering if they changed the clones on Tuesday because they didn't work. Like it, it disappeared. And then, you know, people are like, Oh, you know, you, if it's a certain range, it'll disappear. Mm-hmm. And people were like, Oh, use, use your, use your SCF on the thing. If you don't get to the last platform, you'll be fine. But then they don't figure to tell them that SCF can actually bug out your clone that's why I call yeah. it a clone, but the dude that's chilling there on the attack platform, of the clones. Yeah, <laughs> but you can actually bug it out and make, cause it to not work because apparently, like what it is, is that it doesn't recognize for some reason. It might be actually a current bug in the game. I don't know about it, but I've had it to where I sent out an SEF, 
he kills the weapon. I, you know, call him back. I go down and I can't use it anymore, even though I never moved without the radius. Mm. Like it's still there and I'm standing like I can see it up on the platform. So he's just, now you just nerfed your damage because it bugged out or whatever? No, I just can't go back up. Like, cause oh. we do, we do a strat where we go back up on the platform like the monks do. Are you talking about transcendence? Transcendence, yes. Transcendence okay. will bug out. That's what I mean by clones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, call, I call it a clone even though Oh, it's not. that's. Gotcha. Yeah. So the transcendence actually will bug out if you use S, if you use SCF. Like, I don't know how often it'll bug out, but it, it has a high probability of bugging out. Maybe it's maybe what happens is that if you leave the platform with your clone still on the weapon, it'll bug out from that gotcha. because the clone really doesn't. It's out of line of sight, so it just like goes, oh, I'm disappearing, but I don't know what to do, and then just sits there or something. Because I've had that happen where it just bugs out and yeah. I can't use it. So see, the, we kind of do it the the cool the, the real the, way, the, the real way, the I legit guess, way. Yeah, <laughs> the 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 supposed to be legit way that they were supposed to fix with rogues, but they never fix with anybody else. Yeah, like hunters or or monks. But uh, <laughs> well, I just ended up being really bad at the transcendence thing. Like I, I guess the trick to that fight is that you have to you can't go to that last section. Yeah, you can't. No. Otherwise, your clone yeah. will go away. And well, I, you can. And I know that's a trick question. Yeah. You can, but you can not You can never get grabbed off of that last section. Right. Because they're, then you'll actually grab you too far away from your clone and it'll, it'll disappear. Yeah. Um, and also, the one thing is about you can be on the platform. If you're on the platform, you're still within line of sight. But once you get grabbed, you're off. For whatever pathing it uses, it takes you out of line of sight of your clone um, from that last platform. But you can actually use flying serpent kick to go through the line if you're balls enough or, <laughs> or, or legit enough to do that. If you're pro. If you're pro, yeah. Pro, pro esports. Yeah. If you lift, you can do this. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, you can go through or roll through really fast through like an open area and then actually get grabbed from there and be fine. Like I've done that plenty of times where it's like, uh, oh, someone died right off the bat or someone you know, fell off like a hunter didn't realize that they, they had have cooldowns on spells and f- just literally jumped and died instead of like, <laughs> like, cause they can deterrence onto it from the pipe. And some, sometimes right. they just go, Oh, I'm just didn't forgot. I didn't have deterrence up at the time. And this yeah. like literally looks like they're just like, I'm done with this fight and just die. <laughs> and so then you're like, Oh, I have to pop cooldowns and you have to stay to the last platform or something like that. But the one spell on that fight, and even on Paragons or anything like this, where you you mean because sometimes you're not going to be near the near the boss, near the enemy, it just happens. Is Fire Blossom? I mean, yeah. I still have it because you're going to be out of range at some point. Exactly, and to, like, and you don't have to worry about targeting it with it. Just glyph it. I mean, the there's glyph. like no glyphs yeah. really in the miners that are good except for the blackout kick one. Yeah. So just glyph it i mean and then use it because i use it a ton of times i mean sometimes i have to grab from my spell book because i'm you have too many buttons (laughs) and all these you know clone stuff and all you know transcendent stuff on my bars and all that kind of stuff but um you know that's a really good tool for a lot of times when you have to move out like on paragons for instance when you have to move out because of uh or yeah rapid fire or zarl i mean either one of those and you have chi there and you're like, oh, just hit it a couple times. And because you have, you know, buffs going, you have maybe procced weapons. I mean, you're, then you won't waste a weapon proc, but it will also proc your stuff too. So that's right. kind of a down way. It's kind of like a give and take, but it, you, at least you still won't be like, you know, as worthless as the other melee. Well, 
Yeah, and I and I don't use it for like it's it's good damage. It's not like terrible, but yeah. um, it spends chi. Like that's my mm-hmm. main that's my main benefit to using it. Because so you're building your tiger eye brew stacks, even though you're at range. Because that's like that's like the main if if you're do if you're spending chi and you're like constantly fighting bosses, you're doing it right. If you're not spending chi, that means you're not getting tiger eye brew. And that means you're doing it wrong. And so that's kind of like my main. That's my that's like just how I keep my chi up and how I keep spending chi and getting tiger every stacks and all that shit. So. And that's like when you see like a lot of difference between monks damage and going into that, like uh, is that on certain fights, when you look at like, say, you know, world of logs or, um, you know, raid bots or any of these kind of things, or you see like on certain fights where monks damage are low, you can always tie that into, well, melee have to move out and they don't have like a, a cheap cloak to you know cloak of shadows or yeah, a cheap cloak of skill yeah, yeah cloak of skill or they don't have you know cool cool man's charge and slash leap to <laughs> stuff i mean they don't have all these abilities to get around certain mechanics that we just have to right. say like, oh we have to just have to move out yeah and so even though we have you know roll we have transcendence we have all these other ones we can maybe utilize on a fight like paragons yeah um, some of those, I mean, yeah, some of those are like some assembly required, though. They're not yeah. really like quick and easy ways. You can't, like, you can't uh, shadow step. You can't do all the other crap to, like, to cheese some of those. So, yeah, I mean, and, and that's one of the, you're like vanished so you don't get targeted. You know, things that are, yeah. you know, stuff, like, I mean, mainly rogues. Things that real, things but, that real yeah. melee classes have. That, <laughs> yeah. And, and, it's, and so it's, it's just one of those things that, you know, utilizing, like you said, as many chi burning utilities as you can when you're, especially when you're not in melee range, will definitely help boost your damage, even if it may not think, even if it's not like, well, but it's like, you know, 100K where my blackout kick is 150, but you're not in melee range. So what are you wasting? Like, you know, pop an expel harm to get more chi stacks, pop a couple of them while you're moving out. You know, maybe you'll have like a chi you can pop. And then by the time you get back in, you'll have maybe a 10 stack that you can pop right away and then burn the boss down yeah. again. And then yep. you're, you're actually you're the amount of damage you're actually get, getting is probably going to be a greater benefit to actually killing the boss than rather than, you know, being able to see bigger numbers on your screen. I guess is the the main thing that I, I can see from it. But um, the numbers. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the end numbers that count, not the yes, not the yeah. not the per spell numbers. Um, now the the one thing too uh, from that from Paragons is um, the one tip that I actually do. And even though it's a, technically it's a cheesing method, in a sense, is putting a clone on Hissek when you're on Prime. It Corvin? depends really. It, it depends really on Corvin. Yeah. So it really depends on what your kill order is. I mean, a lot of people kill Hissek second right. or first. You know, some people like we kill it fourth. So we go uh, Bloodseeker, Recall, and then Prime. Corvin, mm-hmm. Corvin yep. Dallas, yeah, uh, Corvin Dallas multipass gets killed third, and then yeah, then Hissek right afterwards. Zarl, Eocook, uh, Castic. So you're saying why? You, I mean, that's actually guy. like a good thing to do is because you're you're yeah, cleaving I mean, down because you have to split damage anyways mm-hmm. on that. You have to get one low enough to who so he'll like get the the amber block cast on him. Exactly. And then you switch really quick to the other guy and kill him before the amber block comes off cooldown. Exactly. And the one thing too to, to realize also during that is... I mean, but you have to remember like when you're, when you're burning, you have to remember to cancel your 
clone off. Yeah, that, that's the main thing because he will he will you know be dumb and stand there and like punch this block that yeah. gives immunities. And you'll I mean if you have like a combat log, you'll see a bunch of immunities pop up on your screen. Like what's going yeah, on? Like, <laughs> Uh, so that's the one thing, yeah, that's one thing you want to always uh, do with that. And but the one thing that I notice a lot too is that if if you have like mages or hunters or all these other classes that can now finally safely mm-hmm. immune, like drop this cast from a aim line, and if you're in the aim like like I am yeah. uh, on on fights like that, um, you can actually you know stay on Corvin. And, and actually, what happens is that the if you have more of those, Corvin is probably going to be lower. It also depends on your higher class stacking is of your raid. I mean, if you have a lot of melee, Corvin is going to be way up there. Yeah. Or, and then, and what you can do is since you can't like you, like if you have to hold damage on Corvin, cause he's a little closer to 50 and his six, not there yet or something like that. Right. You can basically back off on, on Corvin and still do damage because your clone over there is wailing away on his sec and not taking any damage from any of his abilities, which right. is the main thing. Like that's one thing I like the most is that, that, you know, they. I think they they had to change it, or that maybe it was because they wasn't applying the ninety percent. Because I remember on Horridon, it was like, they, they would just get trucked. Like every time he do something, <laughs> they were dead. Yeah. So to keep applying it, so it may wasn't it just that they weren't getting the ninety percent reduction. I think it was. Well, yeah, they like they weren't. They're were kind of guardians. They weren't pets. Yeah. And so like guardians still got like full damage. I mean, I think they got reduced damage, but it wasn't as much as like a hundred pet or like yeah. army of the dead or whatever the hell. They, they might think, but they had to change it sometimes during TOT because I re- yeah, like during the middle of it or after yeah. a patch or maybe it was during like 5.3 or something, they changed it or I can't remember. Yeah, if, those, like, if that patches. would have actually been the case, like if if they were like, if the clones weren't like getting one shot by Hordon, I would have actually been useful in that fight of her regression. But <laughs> well, I mean, that's the one thing, like that's a we can it, all dream, <laughs> but I mean, that's the one thing too is like going into fights like that during the middle of you know, beginning of progression when everybody's like on, on the same slate, everybody's kind of even, mm-hmm. like having either mods or you know, weak auras or you know, tell me whens, whatever kind of stuff you use to tell you things that are more useful for that, you know not only does it help kill the boss, but it also helps boost your damage. And then that mm-hmm. also kind of goes into this next one, unless you have any other t- Paragon tips. I mean, is that kind of um, like, did I kind of call up, I mean, use just, all of them up? <laughs> yeah. I would say just like my, my main things for Paragon is just, you gotta be, that's like the fight that sucks the most for melee, this whole mm-hmm. tier. And you just gotta be really aware of everything. And, um, like my main thing on, on that fight is just make sure you're using your burst. Like it's basically just a series of bursts. Yeah. And so like make sure you you're like just using your tiger eyebrow and your potions and all that fun stuff like when you guys are killing stuff. Um <laughs> main, main, trying to think of like something killing that's actually stuff, useful, all, but yeah, yeah exactly. When you're killing stuff, <laughs> use your abilities when you kill stuff. Rotund. Um, Rotund well, tip number one. <laughs> you use I mean you use SCF on like on Corvin and Hissick, I use my SEF if there's ever a Kunchung that spawns. Mm-hmm. Like if the if the a, guy a, a if people I get call, mesmerized, I call Kunchung. Kunchung. And, and I actually I, I said that from the beginning just because I didn't yeah. I didn't know how to say it. And actually, everybody in the guild oh, now no. says Kunchung, not Kunchung. So I oh. like that's little little side note there. But but yeah, I mean that, that's I do that as well. I put a clone on on that, and then I mean the tanks get so much vengeance because these things are hitting for like 800k a hit almost at the end of the fight. That yep. that I mean our our front warrior just like does a couple revenge and shield slams and it dies. But I mean before yep. that, you know you can wail away. Or or actually another one too is when they're getting mesmerized. Exactly. Yeah, when that's they, a good one. When someone's getting mesmerized, I throw a clone out, 
And because uh, as soon as because the sooner you get those down, the better because they 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 stack energy. And once they get to the full energy, then you got this like thing running around your raid, this reaving everybody. <laughs> and it's yeah. it's it's bad times for and, all. And and before you yell at your tank, they're not tauntable, so you can't yeah. be like, "What well, tank taunt? What's going on, bro?" No, you know, no. Come it, on, man. Yeah, cool. thought you like me. Yeah, yeah. Well, we would we would have been fine if the tank taunted it. I mean. It, even now that happens with people that say that taunt it, just, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. just like every fight abuse, touch a karma. Like that's yes. Oh yeah, definitely. That's there's lots one. of stuff. There's a lot. I mean, and Fort I think Brew. when, when he's doing the, when he's doing like the, the, the lines, yes. what's the, I don't know what the lines are called. Yeah, it, It's a full, it, cause it, it'll take your whole health pool. If, especially, yeah. I mean, I'm in the, since I have so many, you know, survivability stuff like Zen med, uh, dampen right. harm, which is I use on that, which I I'm thinking maybe even depending on if you have if you're running AOC, it might even be more beneficial to go diffuse magic for the later bosses. Right. But the as far as it goes with, um, yeah, I use diffuse magic on that fight. I mean, yeah, for, when for he does the, when he does yeah. the fiery lines, fiery edge. Yeah, um, you can stay in. I'll, do is, I'll yeah, use on diffuse magic. I'll use. Um, Fort Brew and TOK. Mm-hmm. I'll use like every single cooldown, and you don't even have to like. I mean. There's Make a, sure it's okay with your raid leader, but you don't have to, you don't have to run out for those. But um. well, I mean, and that's one thing too. Like, it really depends on the strategy you're using. Like, I've seen some guilds use where like everybody runs out with doesn't right. matter who a class you are, everybody runs out in the edge for fiery edges to make it easier to see where they're going. I've seen people yep. where well, melee stay in all the time and just they just all stack up and just literally eat the damage with cooldown. So. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's going to play in what, uh, you know, what kind of, what you do, I guess, as far as your, your raid, like you said, what your raid leader will allow you to do and what you can convince them to let you to do yeah. <laughs> is really the it main depends thing. depends on how well they'll let you scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me, me, but you know, when you're not taking damage and you're a fiery lion people, especially if it's like on you and like a, you know, a, let's say a paladin who can just, you know, Devo, I mean, not Devo it, uh, divine, you know, divine shield or or whatever the other one is, the other shield that they have, the two shields they use, whichever one, you know, you're not going to take any damage. I don't think they can bop it. No, the, uh, I'm thinking it's a divine shield and DP, divine protection. Divine protection, yeah. So like, you know, they can, which is 40% magic damage. Obviously, if they go with the physical, if they're aligned. So, I mean, a lot of this plays into, again, strategy is going to be, there's a lot of variables, but taking as face value, um, yeah, uh, that's that's definitely like, you know, you could probably sit in and, and absorb that and but the aim line is a huge chunk of damage. Like I've been seeing, 140k ticks from it. Like that's yeah with that's, TOK. Yeah with TOK. Yeah. And you know, and you don't take any damage too because it's still bugged. And I don't know why. I mean, but it is. And I'm glad. I'm not complaining. That you can actually still it'll still absorb the full amount of whatever hits you if it'll kill you. Like right. it, it doesn't go cap at the amount on the first one. Maybe this is something in the code that they're gonna be fixing warlords, so we'll just have to see how it plays out. So that's something to definitely look into with the beta. Um, yeah. or even the first week if if say you know it's still being bugged down. I they don't think fix what it they did is they I think what they did with it is that they it, the damage it does is based on the unmitigated amount. And then um, like if it, if it, if something hits you for more than your health and you TOK it, it'll still like do that damage. But, uh, cause they, what they did is they like made it so resi- it didn't get double dip with resilience. Okay. Oh, and so for, I think yeah. what happened for PVP or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think what happened is that, uh, like they just removed the damage reduction 
component of that spell. And so if you say if you like use diffuse magic and TOK and take like a crap ton of damage, it's not going to kill you because you you were using using diffuse magic, but you're still going to like it's going to base the damage on the unmitigated amount originally. Yeah. So it's just going to be doing like ginormous ticks <laughs> of whatever. Like yeah, if you like diffuse magic and stack up Siegecrafter debuff to like six, yeah, and then like TOK'd it and you just LOL the whole way. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, because I've seen monks do the diffuse. Like a touch of karma, diffuse, run through a beam on Siegecrafter. Yep. And literally, like one shot the weapon themselves because of how much damage it <laughs> like does. Like on ten man or whatever. Yeah, or? yeah. I've seen it on ten man. Like someone is like, there's like like lolling through, and like they don't do any kicks. They just like they just put up their debuffs and they just it's like, do it. And it's, it's cool, like, guys. I got this. Yeah, it's like just this. you know, it just like does like half the damage of one by themselves without even doing any abilities, even like past the first one. So it's like one of those things that you know people are you know. I guess you call it exploiting is, is, is it, is it I mean utilizing the benefits of the spell, I guess is, <laughs> is a way to say it. But, um, but I do notice that um, what they did stop though, is that if you, if you absorb a certain amount and then you absorb a big hit, that mm. big hit doesn't get fully absorbed like it used to. Right. Like it'll just tick off whatever you have left and then it'll add, yeah. you'll actually take that damage. But if it's like, if it's a full touch of karma, like I've, I don't think I've ever died a full touch of karma outside of like a million plus damage ability like yeah. for instance the, the aim line like when i do touch karma i take no damage because it's supposed to do like a hundred percent of your health at like a certain stage of the fight like i think it's like halfway through or something like that it can get like seven eight hundred k maybe i have a shield though too like you said maybe it's just i have a i have a priest scumbag shield on me you know but uh, as far as I could tell, it, I, you know, that's a good, definitely a good spell. But uh, one of I, I use is Dampen Harm on that because um, because it's three attacks. So right. if you so have you absorb if, three lines, three yeah, three, three no two. It only has or, enough time for two aim lines yeah. if you're lucky enough. And you Sometimes, don't take damage from something else or yeah. whatever. Well, yeah, it'll save you from an if you accidentally derp into a uh, uh, whatever it's called a uh, a dance dance thing yeah aim a rapid fire rapid or whatever. fire that's it i just know yeah. it says dance on the on the on the, on the <laughs> says dance my big wiki just says dance i don't i don't know i, I, I did slash dance and i died what's going on i don't know <laughs> but um but yeah i mean i mean yeah utilize all your toolkits on that fight and you know the one thing i want to stress out to some monks out there too is that don't stress out don't stress out bro i mean yeah well yeah don't stress out but if you're on paragons right now and you're this is your progression boss and you're the people are like, man, we're losing damage. We need to start sitting out some low numbers. And maybe, you know, you're not high on the, the DPS meters for yourself. Mm-hmm. Point out these things that you do for the raid. Like say, hey, I soak aim lines. I do this. I do this. I do all these other things that are, you know, more useful. I mean, for the points of the fight that actually matter rather mm-hmm. than the, like the first two bosses that you basically just zerk down. Yeah. Um, I mean, those those bosses. Like the, the only one that really matters is DPS check. I think is if you do the bur- the Zerg strat on the beginning. Like you know, you the blood spawn yeah. on recall, then you burn down the blood the blood guy. I mean, that's the only one that's really a DPS check. I mean, Zarl, it's just as easier if you only get one. Uh, Eocook and all the other ones. It's just it's just easier if you get less. Um, right. You know, especially at this stage in the expansion. So yeah, like like you know, Rotun said. Don't, you know, don't stress out, you know, but just, just use all your advantages that you have, even if it may, you know, 
lower your DPS by a tad. I mean, even though you know we always want to just do as much just as we surviving can. is like actually yeah. like the biggest, the best. Not being on that I mean, fight, especially in this. The how far? I mean, I think that's one thing too with the bloat. The not the the bloat the uh, the numbers being so high and so like bloated right now is mm-hmm. that a lot of these bosses in the tier have been, become more of like if you don't die you'll win regardless right. of how much DPS you do right and, and there's only a few fights that are DPS checks um, but if you just don't die no one dies you'll win every single time and I think that's why a lot of people are complaining about raid encounters the most is because of that and so hopefully in warlords we'll see more of these. You have to have good skill, also not dying, but skill is going to be more of a higher importance. And looking at a lot of the comments of people talking about the the like PvP changes or things like that, about you know changing spells or changing how you know PvP works um, with the reforging and whatnot, it seems like that's what the way that they want to go more towards is back to this, you know, again like BC esque nature of it's going to be skills going to be the main detriment. Of how you play your how how good you are at your class rather than right. numbers or you know just not dying and you'll be fine even if you're not doing anything if you're rolling your face across the keyboard like a rogue does you know <laughs> that won't work in warlords hopefully <laughs> that you'll rogues be- are gonna rogue you know <laughs> yeah so um, any last thoughts rotund on any any other things that maybe came to light to you during the, the conversation um. I mean, coming up towards Warlords, like definitely be, I would say, I'm sure he gets a billion tweets a day, but definitely start like, like pay attention to what the devs are saying on Twitter and, and think and talk to like, what well, maybe if you're feeling bold, you can tweet watcher or tweet, uh, Celestalon, but, um, there's lots of good discussion. I would say like, or even lore too. I mean, even, right. even though he's yeah, a CM, let's not leave lore out of it. He's, yeah. I mean, he's a, he, he will respond. I mean, he does all the time. He also has, yeah. I think it's what CM underscore Lords is his new one. That's yep. more of the official capacity. Yeah, um, it's not Devil Lord. Yeah, Devil Lord. I mean, he still tweets on both of them, but like when he's at right. office hours, it's the CM one now, not the other one. Yeah. Um, so I mean, still tweet at him because you know he reads and responds, and he I mean, he he was he's a player. I mean, even though all the devs and all them are, but but he started literally as like yeah. the brink between player and them with game breaker. So, you know, he still listens to all that stuff. I mean, he was even having the, like I said, the conversation about reforging, he was even talking to them about that and he's not just going to like talk and then that's it. He, he goes, Oh, you know, this is a good thing. He, he I definitely know he'll, you know, copy the tweet, paste it mm-hmm. in, you know, email and then send it off to ghost crawler for some reason. No. <laughs> yeah. He's still talking to ghost. Like, he's still, like hey, he's sending emails I mean, to ghost crawler. That's just a problem. <laughs> so that's why he hasn't been, that's why, I mean, I've been tweeting ghost crawler about so much stuff lately and he just hasn't been responding. I'm wondering. Yeah. What's up? What's up ghost crawler? What's up ghost crawler? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's definitely the, 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 yeah, the one thing is just tweet out, you know, tweet at Broton as well. <laughs> you can find him on Twitter at not at Rotund, but at Salty. Oh Eric. man, there's a guy who has the has the at Rotund like account. I know, and he's like hasn't posted. And like he's just anything. got this picture of his belly like on it, and I'm just like, come on, like let me. <laughs> well, no, I think you can if you t- if you tweet at if you message if, Twitter. Was he tweeted back to you or whatever? <laughs> no, I mean if you if you message Twitter, I think you can actually oh, really? free it up. Yeah, free it up. Be like, look, um, dude, this guy's got like six tweets, and I've got like six thousand. Man. Yeah, like yeah, I mean so yeah, I mean add salty Eric. That's a meme. Yep. Yeah, he has zero tweets. It's just it He doesn't is, have any tweets? He has no tweets. You could definitely get that. So hopefully so, so here's what here's what everyone needs to do is just tweet at Rotund to be like, hey guy, 
This this one of the one of our main monk guy really wants his like name on Twitter. <laughs> you should help him out. No, I, I think I think you can probably actually just message Twitter themselves and okay. and then yeah. they'll they'll message the person if they don't respond and within a certain amount of time then they'll just free it up. All right. Uh, I think so because I, I know they've done that for some other people that like all of a sudden they get their name. It's a similar. It was. I mean, like it's kind of like when you get your name on the World Warcraft. What was that? He's just being a squatter. Yeah, he's just he's just squatting on that name. I mean, uh, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully to that. But for now, it's at Salty Eric on Twitter, yep. and then uh, you can always hit him up on uh, you know in game Rotund on Whisperwind. Uh, yep, I'm on Whisperwind, and I'm you know to be honest, like ever since we cleared Garage, like I'm <laughs> you're not on. <laughs> I'm not on very much. I'm playing way too much Spelunky at the moment. Oh no, the the, the troll game. You're playing the trolling oh, game. Oh, it's so fun. It's so addictive. <laughs> it's not. Addicting is like a word that people use to associate with fun. Spelunky is not fun at all. It is addicting, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, it's, it's not fun, but it's addicting. Yes. Um, the one thing too, also going into that, just a little bit here at the end, um, is you know there are a lot of people out there that are kind of getting burned out, and I know a lot of them. And you know, my guild, for instance, you know, it's when you're at a done at the end of the expansion you know, take a break on the off days, you know, unless you, unless of course you love doing alt stuff and all that kind right. of things. And I like doing that too, but you know, every once in a while, you know, go, go play a different game. Cause what it'll do like is refresh. Yeah, exactly. And then when all of a sudden, when the beta comes out and you start playing it or when an expansion comes out, you're like, Oh wow, this is so awesome. It's like a different game type of a thing. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, hopefully everybody has a good, good raid week out there and everybody gets their weapons. Um, but if you want to email the show also, you can always either email the show for any questions you may ask or, you know, be it, Windwalker, yeah, Miss Weaver, Brew, uh, Brewmaster. You can email the show like bl- at show at monkcraftpodcast.com. And then also, you know, on the URL is monkcraftpodcast.com. We have all the shows up on there. You can go click through them. Um, I'm actually probably going to scrap the guide section. I just, I'm just too lazy for it's now. It's too late. It's maybe just too late. I, mean, I think it's, yeah, it's just too late. It's just also like just between rating and all the other stuff, it's just like too much work for me right now. Maybe, maybe, right. maybe we'll approach that in warlords or maybe I'll turn that into like a blog section for myself or something like that. Or, you know, well, I'll, I'll think, cause I want, I want to have a little more than just the, the show up on there. So maybe we'll turn that into something eventually. Um, you know, if you want to go look into the, or the guides and stuff, you know, I see, guide, yeah. What was that? Someone wants to write a guide. Oh yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. If you want to write a guide, yeah. Just send, yeah. Send a, send uh the guide through and I'll, I'll put it up there and put my name on it and say it's mine. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no. uh, I won't do that, right? Yes, exactly. No, me. I'll give are, you. <laughs> if you are significantly less lazy than than either of us, yes, we'll like put your guide on our site and put our name on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. How, how did you guess? That's why I always do. <laughs> I'm not actually here right now. That's when I was talking, and I'm just yeah. I know. I'm it. actually. You're a good, pretty good ventriloquist yes, there, but yeah. yes. Um, but uh, the, the the one thing too is also you can follow us on Twitter at Monk Podcast. Um, and then, you know, tweet us out any questions or anything like that. And, you know, I, I definitely check it every day. Um, just, you know, if anybody has any questions, um, some people have had questions. I've answered them on there. Um, you know, if you just want to ask, you know, even a Miss Weaver Brewmaster, I mean, I'm still, I need to get in touch with Dot and I'll try to get him on the show. I know uh, for a midwinter, I know in the beginning of the, the show, actually, when it started, I said I'd get him back on and I'd just been forgetting to message him. And he's down to a one day thing too. So, you know, it's kind of how that is at the end of the expansion, but hopefully, We'll be able to get a lot more uh, newer guests and maybe just, you know, get a little more expensive on Brewmaster and, and Miss Weaver. Um, you know, I know definitely Zuggy wants to be on the show again and then uh, Stormy and Suplift if they're not 
being traitors and not, traitoring yeah. the monk way by going shaman slash paladin. They've got different dots in their raid frames. Yes. But uh, but anyway, yeah. So uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, message at monk podcast if you have any questions and and follow us there on Twitter. Um, and also we are on Stitcher and I know some people have asked me that prior. So we are on Stitcher. So search for Monkcraft podcast. I think it's Monkcraft po- hyphen podcast. I don't know. It's like a weird URL on Stitcher, and then also on iTunes as well. And then comment, like, fave, friendster, my bad, <laughs> sp- space face, you know, all those good ones. <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm only on ICQ. You're so. only on ICQ. You're on, you're on, uh, on the bulletin board. 1850 yeah, yeah just i'm just, dialing a, i'll give you the address to dial up to my bulletin board and you can leave me a con leave, leave me a comment there <laughs> or uh, no, just just uh just page me <laughs> I think yeah. it's like going uh tell telegraph you can also send me a nice telegraph <laughs> but yeah but thanks uh thanks Rotend, for being here this week it's oh, really my awesome to have man. you back on we'll definitely have to hopefully we'll have more news soon so we can just kind of you know comb over that with uh, the beta We'll definitely have. And if not, then next week we'll just uh, talk more about other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More <laughs> other other things like Fist of Fury, your favorite, mm. your favorite new favorite spell. It is my new favorite spell. I can't get enough of it. <laughs> like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, read his read his uh, post too on Sunier's. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Notes. Uh, was it the Sunier? I have it. Sunier's Art of War. Yeah. And I mean, she's she's primarily like brewmaster based mm-hmm. stuff, but she she lets me go, you know, put junk all over her blog once in a while <laughs> at Windwalkers. So yeah, definitely go. I'll, I'll have that post linked in the uh, uh, in the show notes, so you can go take a look at it. Um, uh, Brotund being mad about Fist of Fury, being mad about everything, <laughs> being mad about monks. Being a monks, bunks be mad, and there's you know there's lots of <laughs> photos, weird, strange photos of some weird alliance character. But again, thanks for joining us this week, and we hope to have you back here each and every week on Monkcraft Podcast. Take care.